0: Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, welcome back to the Podcast Manager Show. I am Lauren, and if this is your first episode, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here today. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. I love that you're here as well. And you picked a great episode because we are talking about download numbers and how to measure success as a podcaster and as a podcast manager. And I'm really excited to talk about this because there's a lot to this question. Um, I titled this episode, My Client Gets 200 Downloads. Is that good? Because that's one of the most common questions that you hear in the podcasting space is, hey, I have X amount of downloads. Is that good? And if someone isn't asking that question, they're probably thinking it. You know, they're thinking, how do my downloads compare to others? And yeah, some of that just comes from comparison-itis. We just want to know what other people are, you know, got going on. But some of that also is just like truly wondering how successful is my podcast and how successful am I as a podcaster? And so I I love this topic and I'm really excited to dive into it in this episode. So let's first talk about why downloads don't tell the whole story. This is one of the topics that was talked about at She Podcast Live, and it was why we really can't measure our success as a podcaster and or there as a podcast manager if we only look at downloads and one of the points that Elsie Escobar made at She Podcast Live was that in what other part of your life would you measure success with just one single metric right like she was saying that you know if you were to say like am I a good person well let me look at my weight right or let me look at how much money I make let me just look at one piece like one just number and it, it's just kind of arbitrary when you try to measure the success of, of a huge thing with just one metric. And I really liked that because it was like, yes, you're pointing out what kind of what I was feeling. And that is that downloads, it's just one single metric. And so, yes, it's good to have metrics, in my opinion, right? Like, it's good to be able to quantify things. But we can't just only talk about downloads when we're trying to decide, are we successful? Are we finding success as a podcaster? Is this worth it, right? Should I continue doing this? We can't just strictly look at downloads. And that's what I'm going to be getting at in this episode. But a lot of podcasters are thinking about their downloads and wondering, how does my show compare to others? And so because of that, I want you to realize that as a podcast manager, that your client is probably wondering how their show is doing when it comes to downloads. And so I want you to know this stat. The stat is, is that on average, a podcast episode after 30 days will get around 175 downloads per episode. I actually saw one place it was saying 140 now, and then some other places kind of, I think, rounded up to 200. So I'm sticking with my number of 175. And I actually found an article from Riverside that we'll link in the show notes that said that an episode will get 37 downloads. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not the case. So, uh, you know, many of the shows that I've worked on, they have also, they've been around that number of, you know, 200 downloads per episode. And that is average. So if you have a client that has a podcast that gets less than that, that's okay too. This is just an average number. And then of course there are shows that get hundreds of thousands of downloads per episode and that's awesome as well, right? So this is one single number, but if you have a client who does bring in you know, 180 downloads per episode, you can tell them, hey, this is actually average. (laughs) And so you're doing awesome. You're doing great. And so just acknowledging that to them, sometimes they're like, oh, cool. Like they just have no idea because podcasting download numbers aren't that common And it's, you know, even with these articles I'm reading, it's like, okay, how trustworthy is this source? (laughs) So, you know, versus I like to compare it to Instagram because, you know, we have so many numbers on Instagram and we know how many followers someone gets and how many likes they get on a post and things. So we're used to those numbers of like 200K and 1 million views on a reel. And so when we look at our podcasting numbers and we see like 200 or, you know, 90 we wonder as a podcaster, like, is my show good enough? We also don't acknowledge like the other questions that I'm going to get into, which are like, am I having fun with this? Is my show impacting others? Am I building authority? We're going to get into those things in this episode. But whenever we just simply look at our numbers, and we forget these other pieces of it, it's actually pretty sad, right? You just think, oh, I'm only getting 200 when I know that there's other shows out there that get so much more or whatever. And one thing that I've actually said to clients is like, imagine walking into a room with, a, with 200 people that are ready to listen to you talk for 40 minutes. Like that is significant. <laughs> that is significant. And I feel that even right now, speaking to you guys, like if I were to walk into a room with all of you guys waiting for me, you know, with like a notebook out and a pencil, like that would be amazing for me. That would be incredible. And so instead of looking at my numbers, let's say, and and thinking, oh, my gosh, these aren't big enough or I wish these were bigger. Instead, I'm like, wow, I couldn't imagine walking into a room and having 200 people waiting for me to speak and taking notes about what I'm saying and then letting me know, hey, I'm going to come back next week, right? Like sometimes we just have to put ourselves into those shoes since we've really normalized like 1 million followers on Instagram. Like that is insane, right? Like that is insane. And these numbers are so different than follower numbers, because when it comes to Instagram and podcasting, obviously one's a social network, one's a content platform. And so people that are following you on Instagram are there to watch you. They're there to engage with you, but they're also there just kind of watch you versus your podcast listeners are like actively listening to you, right? They're not going to download your episode unless like they're actually going to listen to it and listen to the whole thing. That's another thing that I'm going to get into is consumption rates and how powerful consumption rates are. So without me dropping any more hints of what we're going to talk about, let's just get into it. (laughs) So how should you and can you measure success as a podcaster slash podcast manager? Because these are some of the things that you guys can help your clients think about and even track month to month. You know, if you're doing stats, which I hope that you are for your clients, you can add these into their stats, right? So the first thing that I would want you to know is what matters to your client. Don't assume that downloads matter that much to them. They might not actually care that much about their download numbers. And so you wouldn't want to make a big deal about their downloads if they don't really care that much. I would still want you to track them monthly so you have an idea of what they are, but ask your client what matters to them. Why are they starting this podcast? Why are they recording every single month? What is it really that matters to them? Because you might be surprised. So don't make any assumptions there. So the first thing that I think that we should measure when it comes to deciding if we're successful as a podcaster is joy. Do we enjoy what we're doing? Is this in alignment with our strengths? Are we getting our message out? And I've been on teams where the podcaster, you can tell like they just want to use this strictly as a marketing tool and they're not really that good at speaking. And it's like, you know, maybe this isn't the right thing for you, right? Like when you hear a podcast that it's like, they're maybe they're just doing it because they think that podcasting is hot right now and so they're trying to jump on it, but like their joy isn't in it. You can tell and like the show's not gonna be a huge hit either way because like their heart isn't in it, you know? And so your podcast client, like they need to enjoy doing it in my opinion because I think that really shows. And also like if they're not having fun, then they're not gonna wanna do it for very long. And so why bother? And at the same time, the opposite fact of like, if their downloads are that high, but man, they love their show, then who cares? Who cares if they're talking to 40 people in a room each week, right? They love it. And they feel like this is the best way for me to get my message out there. And I love speaking. And this is great. Then awesome. The joy is there. Check, 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 check. You are finding success as a podcaster. The next thing that I would want you to measure is impact. So is your message getting out? And is it impacting others? So one of the ways that you can actually measure this is feedback from listeners. So if your client is getting DMs, if you're getting reviews, you know, screenshotting those and keeping them in a folder on Google Drive or Dropbox, that's one way to really quantify the impact that your client's message is having on their listeners. And also, if they don't get a lot of feedback for you know a couple of weeks, they can go back and look like, okay, what was really working? What was I getting feedback on? And they can tap back into that. Also, when they get feedback from their listeners, they can have a conversation with their listeners in the DMs or wherever this conversation is happening. But they can speak back to them and say like, oh, what do you like about this? What do you want to hear? Asking them follow-up questions so that they can make sure that their show does have an impact and they keep those listeners around. This is something that I feel like is not talked about enough, and that's one of the reasons that I feel so passionate about this impact piece, is that if you aren't getting feedback from your listeners, I think that is actually more of a red flag than downloads are. So that's what I look for most whenever I'm working on a show and then even in my own show is like, are people listening and is it making an impact on them enough that they're reaching out to the host? And if they're not, then let's switch some things up so that they feel more invited to do so because it could be making an impact, but they're not reaching out, especially if the person does have like a large following, then sometimes people won't reach out because they're like, oh, a million other people are probably reaching out. But make sure that the listeners know, like, I would love to hear your feedback. I would love to hear from you each week so that you are getting the feedback that you need to make sure that the show grows in the right direction. The third thing that I'd want you to measure for success is authority building. You know, having your own podcast immediately puts you into an authority building position because you can have guests on the show to talk about the topic at hand. You get to come every single week or maybe even more to talk about this topic. It's kind of like having a book, right? It's like, if you have a book on a subject, then when people look up that subject, you're gonna come up because you've got a book on it. Same thing with podcasting, right? If you've got a podcast on a subject, people already assume that you have an authority over this subject. And even if it's like a topic that's not huge on authority, like, hey, I'm just a mom that gets on a mic and talks about my experience. I don't really consider myself authority. Then yeah, that's that's fine. Like that works as well too, right? But you still have the ability to build a community around this subject, right? That in that example, motherhood. But whatever the topic may be, you have this place of authority because you're building a community around a specific topic. So once again, this is one thing that can get forgotten because it's not as tangible. You know, how much authority are you building with each episode? That's not that easy to quantify. But you could quantify, you know, how many speaking opportunities is this client getting now that they have their own podcast? And you could look at other ways that their authority could be growing on this subject. And speaking of speaking... Having a podcast is really great practice when it comes to speaking. So if your client enjoys speaking and they want to get other opportunities speaking, whether it's on other podcasts or it's on a stage or something like this practice that they get in that, that in itself is so great. And so there's that piece that I wouldn't want you to forget about. And then also just creating content like this, like in a podcast episode It helps you to get better at creating content, right? And so that can be work with anything. The work that they do on their show and the feedback that they get, then that tells them, okay, great, I'm going to make this sort of piece of content for my Instagram or whatever. And so just practice doing the thing helps you get better at it. I wanted to share a specific example about how a podcast gives you feedback and, you know, lets you understand your audience even more. So I worked with someone where we released 10 episodes and she was trying to decide, like, what did her audience really want from her? Because she was a service provider. She offered a service, but she really wanted to move in a different direction. And so she was like, let's see if my audience really wants to hear about, like, the thing that I do every day. Or like, do they want kind of more general coaching for me? Like that was kind of the idea. And so we released 10 episodes that were a a mix of all of that, a mix of that. And so what she wanted to do was run Facebook ads to each individual episode and see through Facebook ads analytics, which of those titles, you know, episode titles would get the most hits, like which ones were her audience going to like the most. And I was like, this is really interesting because it's not something that I'd ever done with podcasting before. But in a sense, she was surveying her audience on, hey, what do you really want to hear by putting out a bunch of different episodes and seeing, you know, what they wanted to hear. And there's a little bit more to it than that because we had to make sure, like, are the titles engaging? Was it maybe just the title that they didn't click on or whatever? But it just goes to show that creating that content allowed her to get the feedback. And it was great practice for her because then she could pivot her business in the direction that she really wanted to. And she ended up having this podcast for a couple of months and then pivoting it into what she really wanted to do. There are two numbers that I would love for you to track that are not downloads. So the first number is consumption rate. And that is how much of the episode was listened to. And this is one of the really powerful stats that makes podcasting so attractive to people is that 75% of a podcast episode will be listened to. Unlike a YouTube video where it's like, if you don't get them in the first two minutes, they're gone. Totally different with podcasting. Most listeners listen to at least 75% of the episode, even if it's like a 45 minute episode. Like I'm just still mind, mind blown by that. But I'm still mind blown by the ability for podcasts to hold someone's attention, right? So looking at consumption rates, and you can look at these on Apple Connect, and then there are some of the hosting platforms that give you these numbers. I would love to see this in every single host. Libsyn does not offer it, which is a bummer. But like I said, you can see it in Apple Connect. And so you can look at each episode of your clients to see, are people listening all the way through? because if your client wants to know like hey are these topics resonating with them, how can we make the show better? If you're seeing that less than 60% of the episode is getting listened to, then I would consider that somewhat of a red flag. What is it about the episode that they don't want to stick around? Because if we're less than 60%, then we're really pretty below average when it comes to that. If you're around 60, 70, 80 you're in the gold. If you're like 85, awesome, because that just means they're probably not listening to the outro, which is fine, right? So I would recommend that you look at consumption rates for some more insight on how the podcast is doing. The other thing that I would recommend you looking at is purchases through affiliate links, sponsorships, all that stuff. And not because you want to know like, hey, are we making money? That's a different question, right? But If you're promoting something on the show and people are buying it, then I think that's a really green flag, right? Like you're talking about something, you know, you're talking about a mattress or whatever, if that makes sense for your audience. You're recommending a mattress and then people are actually going out and buying it. Well, cool. That means it's the right recommendation and people trust you enough to take your recommendation and use your affiliate link. And so that's great. So not only are you making money off those purchases, but you're really hitting the nail on the head when it comes to your audience. And just that purchase in itself shows that your audience trusts you and likes what you have to say to them. So not everybody is doing affiliate links. Not everyone has sponsorships. But if, you, if your client does have that, then definitely look at that and see if people are using those links to purchase things. So this is exactly how I would measure success as a podcaster. And this is how I measure my own success, right? I've got my own numbers to look at. I track my numbers every single month. I do want to see numbers grow. So I look at download numbers and I want to see them grow, but I don't get hung up on where they're at, right? I don't get hung up on comparing myself to another show. Because I really deeply understand the joy that this brings me, the impact that I know that I'm making, the authority that I'm building, all of these things I'm very confident in. And so I track them every single month and I look at them and I I look at it as a big picture, right? And so help your clients to see this as a big picture and not just, you know, one single metric that's going to tell them if they're successful as a podcaster or if they're not successful, right? So I hope that this has been helpful to you guys. Thank you so much for being here today. I love hearing from you guys after the show. So if you have any thoughts, comments, let me know over on Instagram and I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton, or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.